You know, I thought about turning this into a series. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Um, we'll see how things go. But I, I, we're going to just start here. Spiritual discernment. The era that surrounds the truth. All right. The era that surrounds the truth. Uh, let's go to the next slide. Our understanding of the day. Amen. Understanding for today is what is spiritual discernment? Why is it important to obtain it? Amen. Can I say that again? Why is it important to obtain it? I'm talking about obtaining this thing. Amen. We got to obtain it. It takes action, right? How to make it stronger in our lives. Amen. And this is just, it's basically based off of devotion of the series that we went through. Amen. Pretty much in order for us to understand spiritual discernment, you, you got to get in the work. Amen. You got to spend some time with Jesus. Amen. And we're going to talk about that. Um, so spiritual uh, discernment. So what does discernment is not? Now, I wanna, I'm going to talk about what discernment is not before we get into what it is. All right. What discernment is not is not the ability to see demons. Okay. Now, people get that misconception. Oh, discernment. I'm going to see devils and demons everywhere. No. That's not what discernment is. You're not going to see demons and, and, and devils through discernment, okay? Um, discernment is, 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 is totally different. You're not going to see dead people, okay? You're not spiritual because it's spiritual discernment. That doesn't mean I see dead people. No, no, no. All right. You're not going to see dead people because you have spiritual discernment. Sometimes people get that mixed up. Amen? We got to make sure that everyone. Amen. While some people may possess the this capability of maybe seeing and um, seeing demons or um, they feel a presence. It is not the biblical meaning of discernment. All right. All right. All right. So let's go to the next slide. Spiritual discernment. All right. The ability to tell the difference between truth and what else? And error. All right. Discernment is the ability is the difference. How, how do you tell the, the difference between truth and error? The quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is not discovered, unclear, hidden. So you, with discernment, you're going to have the ability and, and you, will, you will receive the ability to grasp and comprehend what does not have been discovered. All right. You will have the ability to comprehend of what's unclear or what's hidden. Amen. Uh, it's, it's like you you. Um, it's, it's like you feel the aura and the, and the presence of something, and you, you'll start uh, pinpointing things. You'll say, I, I, I don't quite know about that. I don't feel good about that. Amen? You'll start feeling something about a situation, and you'll start understanding more things about things that are unclear and what's not discovered and what's hidden. All right? Power to see what is not evident to the average mind. The average mind can't get into the spiritual realm. All right? There are spiritual things and, 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 and things that you can tap into and understand the mysteries of God and understanding of who he is. You can't tap into understanding who God is with the average mind. You can't. Scientists are trying to do it and they're spending billions of dollars trying to figure him out. But they, they won't because they, until they get into the spiritual realm, they won't be able to know him. You have to get into the spiritual realm, into spiritual, all right, hearing the word of God. Amen. 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 Let's go to the next. Let's go to the next slide. The scripture is we're going in Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. It says, 
he answered and said to them, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whosoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And we're going to get an understanding of that. All right. Now, Jesus was talking to his disciples. All right. He said, look, I've chosen you. All right. I've chosen you to understand the word that I'm speaking. I've chosen you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And, and you have taken it and you have said, I want to know you, Jesus. You have followed me. You have making that choice to throw it on your nest, throw it on whatever, and you're choosing to follow me. And because you're following me, you're going to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Amen? Because they chose to do what? Follow. They chose to listen. They chose to hear. They chose to... Now, were the, all the disciples perfect? No. No, they had problems. They had issues. But while within their issues and within their problems and within their struggles, they kept following who? They kept following Jesus. And they wasn't following. They was following Jesus to get an understanding, to change. They wanted to be better. Amen? In Jesus Christ. And so... It was given to them. And so when he says it was not but given, but not given to them, he was talking about the Pharisees and the Sadducees, all right? Because they, man, they had it all. They were always trying to talk and trip Jesus up with something. They were saying, throwing stuff at Jesus. You you ever known anybody that always try to trip you up with something? They try to trip you up because they feel like you don't know. Amen. I had that in some interviews. I went to an interview. They tried to trip me up with something. And, and, uh, you know, God gave me what to say. Amen. And, uh, and, and then they look back, they look all shocked. Mm-hmm, okay, yeah. <laughs> Amen. That's how Jesus did the Pharisees. They were throwing stuff at Jesus, and Jesus, Jesus would throw stuff back at them. They were like, oh, 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 okay, all right. And that made them angry. Amen. It made them angry. And so Jesus was saying they're never going to understand the mysteries of the kingdom because they're not choosing to truly follow me. They're not choosing to walk after me. They're not choosing to come after me. And so they're never going to truly understand who I am. So they're never going to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. And I want you to know something is that Satan may know the word, but he does not know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Because he ain't up there. (laughs) He ain't got no connection no more. Now, amen. Isn't that great? Amen. I'm talking about tapping into something that he can't reach. Amen. I'm talking about discernment. I'm talking about truth. Amen. Now, if you read further and see uh, within Matthew, I didn't write down the whole scripture. Um, um, Read, uh, if you read further and see, he is talking about people who can't see can't hear or understand with their heart because of error that's surrounding them, all right? They dealt with error was surrounding them. They, when I say error was surrounding them, meaning that they had a lot of pride in their life. They had a lot of stuff in their life that they were trying to hold on to. See, the Pharisees, man, they looked good and they dressed all nice and, man, they had to look good before the people and so they had to talk 
profound and they had to be all looking good and mm, smelling good and just all the time. Amen. And uh, and when they fasted, they had to look like, oh, they were fasting. Oh, oh, it would just hurt. And they would just walk around and they had to look holy all the time. Amen. And so they were not able to comprehend and they couldn't understand because it was all about them. They had an error in their life, the surrounding. They had to know it. They had to be the top. They had to be the top dog. Amen. So there was an error surrounding them. There are people that say Jesus. Now, listen, there is an error surrounding the truth. And so the Pharisees and Sadducees, they were so much in error of keeping the truth um, uh, of really understanding the truth. And so they, since they couldn't understand the truth, guess what? They couldn't give the truth. And because they couldn't understand the truth, then therefore they were keeping people from the truth. They were keeping people from the truth. That's why Jesus was turning tables over and kicking stuff down because they were keeping people from the truth with their buying and selling and lying and cheating. They were keeping people from the truth. I want us to understand today. When we don't get into the word of God and don't understand the truth and understand and get into discerning the word of God and understanding truth, saints, we can become an error. Oh, I don't get to it. What? We can become an error in our walk. Because we're not digging into the truth and getting spiritual discernment. And we can fall off. Listen, there is things going on out here. I, I don't know if you know. Because there are people. Now, there, I, I had somebody come up to me at work. And ever since I, you know, it seemed like the, it seemed like the enemy would throw all kind of stuff at you. Because he knows you're trying to get deep into the word. And so, I had people at work coming at me and. I said, man, have you heard about this, this CD, man? And he was, he was actually in my group. I got a group at work that I text scriptures, and we go through lessons and stuff like that. And he was in that group. And then all of a sudden, he came to me. He said, man, did you hear about this uh, hidden, col- hidden colors, man? Hidden colors, man. They, they was telling us that all these religions are the same. All, all these religions are mixed up in their one, all right? And, uh, and, he was, and he was going through it. He said, all this stuff is the same thing, man. It, and it's, it's all just to control us. I said, oh, wow. And so, you know what? I didn't get upset with the brother. I said, okay. I said, I'm going to do some research. And so when I began to do some research, I noticed and I saw how the different religions were pulled, how different things were pulled from Christianity. I noticed how the birth of Mary and the virgin birth of Mary was duplicated many times. Many times. Jesus was the only, so to claim what they say, that Jesus was the only one to do this, that this was just an all mixed up religion, that Christianity was just pulled from this and pulled from that. But did you not know in the beginning of Genesis that God told Satan that this was coming? So what better thing to do is to manipulate religion all through this time before Jesus come to downplay the, 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 the power of Jesus Christ? Why not have uh, uh, um, the Egyptians and all this and go through that and manipulate the birth of Jesus Christ and say it's been done here before, it's been done, but none of them have weight or have power of what Jesus did on the cross to set us free. I haven't even heard of them other births, but how come everybody knows about the birth of Jesus Christ and his death and his resurrection? 
It's because Satan has been pulling and he's trying to cause error within Christianity. Did you not know that after Jesus was died on the cross and after he rose again and he walked the earth for 40 days, there was a cult that started in the Roman Empire? A cult started with a man named, I think his name was Martias. And they worshiped Martias and said, Martias died and he rose again. They started a whole new religion and said, man, this dude did it too. But nobody ever heard of that one, right? Because Jesus holds the power. He holds the weight. But if you hear these different things are happening and trying to infiltrate Christianity, trying to cause error, and all hidden colors was was a bunch of black philosophers who were angry and saying black people rule the world. We took over. We did this and we did that. And, and, and religion is what control is it. trying to control. Yeah, people use religion in the wrong way. Yes, they use it to control and they use it in the wrong way. But that was not Jesus purpose. Did you pick up the Bible and read it? Because that's what was happening is people wasn't picking up the word and reading it for themselves. And they was letting Joe blow and anybody just tell them what it was about. If you don't pick up the word for yourself, you will never have discernment to know when somebody lying to you. You'll be stuck in error and you begin to question your faith. He said he was talking to a man. He was a Christian, too. And he said, well, after he showed him the hidden colors, he called him and said, thank you. If you're not in your word, you won't know the truth. And you will be stuck in error. Also. People want to say, stay in their ways and not hear wisdom and truth to point to the point of change. No, people, people want to hear the Bible and it sounds good on Sunday and it sounds good and you're going to get your blessing. Yeah, all the messages sound great, but let's talk about changing our lives. Let's talk about living right. Let's talk about righteousness. Let's talk about that because in order for you to get the real deal blessing, you got to act right. You got to live right and you got to follow after Jesus Christ. You can't just talk about this thing. You can't just be a hearer. You got to be a doer. This is not a feel-good message. This is about change. It's about truth. If we stay and not hear the wisdom and hear the truth to the point of change, we become an error. Because people say, and they look at your life and say, you're saying you're saved. You're saying you're a Christian, but you're acting this way and you're doing that and you're cutting up like this. There is error involved and people can't find Christ because error is surrounding them. Jesus. People are losing faith and they don't believe in Jesus because the church ain't acting right. And they're seeing error within the people of God. They say amen and still lie and cheat and steal and, and have unforgiveness in their heart and they're still fornicating and they still backbiting and they still hating and they still holding stuff inside and they won't push themselves to change. They won't fight for change. They won't believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ that says you can be changed and be delivered and be set free. Where is your belief? Where is your belief? The truth is the truth. The truth is dying in you. It's being taken away. As the Bible says, the truth is being taken away from them. Yeah, they may know the Torah. They knew all the Old Testament. They knew all of it was coming. The, the Torah talked about 
they didn't believe, it was taken away from them. Their salvation, everything they could have received was taken away because of error. Because they wanted to hold on to what they wanted to hold on to. And they didn't want to let go and be free. Live right. Push yourself to live right. It's not saying you're going to be perfect. But man, come on. Try. Push. The song said try, 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 try. Push for change. See, it's, it's like you think... You think you know it all. You think you know it already. Yeah. And, 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 you, and see, what happens is when you, when you allow the truth to come in and, and, and you just make up, you start making up your own truths. And when you make up your own truth, it becomes error. And when you make an error, God calls it a, a reputated. Amen? That meaning that he's going to leave you and let you be with your own truth and your own errors. Because you're going to put your own thing in it. And do your own way, you're going to say, yeah, Jesus, I believe that you're going to bless me and I give my money and I spend time here. And God is like, dude, why are you hating at when you get to work and you're cussing people out and, and you're holding hatred in your heart? Why not even cussing out loud? Why are you cussing in your thoughts? Huh? Why are you committing fornication in your mind? Why are you slipping and dipping up here? And if you're going to continue to do that, he's going to leave you alone with your own truth and say, listen, I'm going to give you over to the devil and let him whip you up. Our young people are dying and they're not hearing the truth. But if you continue to start doing what you want to do, God is saying, I'm going to let you go ahead and let the devil whip you up so you can see the truth. And you don't want God to do that. Understand the truth. Now, it's like a man, you're telling a man, don't walk out on the curb, a bus is coming. He's like, amen, I know, boom. Just get hit. Man, I try to tell you, don't run into the bus. I know already, I walk these corners. No. <laughs> you have people who have so much. Now, now, another part of error is just like the Pharisees is you have people who have so much knowledge that they can't humble themselves to hear no more word. They got it all. They got, they just got, they just filled with so much knowledge. Just, ha, 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 ha. Amen. Just filled with so much knowledge and so much. And, uh, man, they filled with so much knowledge, they got to have an armor bearer. I, got, I, need a, I need somebody to carry the word for me because I got too much word in me. I just <laughs> carry my Bible. I just, I'm like, I need an armor bear. The only person that need an armor, you ain't got no armor, man. You ain't got no sword. Where your helmet at? You ain't got no breastplate. The breastplate is the internal. What you need an armor bear for? An armor, David was an armor bear because Saul had real armor. Look it up. That's why y'all got to know the word. People put, I need an armor bearer. I got too much word. I got to have somebody hold my word. No. No. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. You don't have to preach and then sneak out the back. Humble yourself and talk to the people. Yeah. Jesus. You don't have to have people following you around all the time. Jesus. The Pharisees was just being pampered to the utmost. They were just, they just lived, they had the fancy stuff. 
I don't want to, I don't want to, Jesus was against the Pharisees and said the whole time, why do I want to act like them? Jesus. Amen? Why we need to obtain spiritual discernment. Why? Let's go to the next slide. Error stems from Satan. I always lowercase his name. It's just something that I do. I don't even like to capitalize his name. Because it was funny because when I, when I put it, it had the little red scribbly line that you made a mistake. And I said, no uh, word, pro. I didn't make a mistake. I wanted to lowercase the S. <laughs> Amen. So error stems from Satan. Second Corinthians 4 and 4 says, who minds the God of this age, who are we talking about? The God of this age. Satan, right? Whose minds the God of this age has blinded who do not believe, least the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Who is the light of the world? Did God call us the light as well? Who is the light of the world? Jesus has installed in us to be the light of the world. And God wants to use us to shine, to be the image of who he is. Jesus is not physically here anymore. He's not physically here anymore. Who is he going to use to be the light? He's got to shine an image through us and our conduct and our lifestyle and how we live. The light. Because the God of this world is blinding the minds of this age. We have to make sure as children of the king, we keep ourselves separated from error because our king has chosen us to be the light of the world. We must recognize when error is trying to invade the truth of Jesus Christ. Satan is trying to spit all in our eyes. Trying to make us blind, spitting in our eyes, spitting hot flame and fire in our eyes so we can't see the truth. So we can stay in a lie. He's trying to spit in our eyes with the cares of this world. Worrying about what's going to happen. Worrying about this. The cares and worrying about ourselves and worrying about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. How we're going to do this. How we're going to do that. All about you. To keep us. He's trying to keep us from knowing Jesus more by spending time. We need spending time. We need that devotion in the word of God. Because Satan is going to continue to spit in our eyes to try to keep us blind. And the only way you're going to be able to see is to get into the truth, to open up your eyes. Saints, we're living in evil days. You need to hear, constantly hear the truth. You need to be constantly in the truth because the Satan is not going to stop spitting in your eyes. He doesn't care that you're saved. He doesn't care that you're saved. He doesn't care that you came up and gave your life to God. He doesn't care that you spoke in tongues. He doesn't care. He's going to keep trying to make you fall. He doesn't care. So why are we stopping getting into the word, getting the discernment, getting truth and understanding truth so we can be separated from error? When we lack, when we lack on building a relationship with Jesus, our hearing becomes dull. 
and we find ourselves doing ungodly things and running after the world, saying hurtful things, talking crazy all the time. Not just some of the time, talking crazy. When you, when, <laughs> when you find somebody, they say, oh, they in the Lord, oh, they had a good time at church. And they talk crazy all the time on Facebook and talk crazy all the time on Twitter or talk crazy all the time and do crazy stuff all the time. Something is wrong. They, they've been dull, dullified. They cannot hear the word of God because they're not doers of the word. And you could just tell by the way they talk, by their communication, what's coming out. Because what's coming out is what's in their heart. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Saying hurtful things, saying negative things all the time. You'll know when somebody's spending time with Jesus. You know somebody who's really getting devoted to Jesus because you, you will see a change in their whole atmosphere and their whole continent and their whole conversation and the way they speak. And, and you, you, you try to come up and gossip about somebody. They're like, hold up. I don't want to hear it. Y'all, you like, oh, they spending some time, amen? And it should put you in check and be like, oh, God, forgive me, amen? Saints, that's why it's so important to get into the truth because people that are in error, they may come to you with some things and try to install error in your life and you got to bring the truth and you got to act the truth and you, they got to see the truth so they can change their ways and be like, man, let me check myself because I've been tripping, amen? Amen. We act like this because we can't hear truth, because we become distracted like a little kid in class. We just get distracted by this world and, 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 and the things around this world, and we get distracted by TV and things and, and material things, and we get distracted by this and wanting that and wanting to have this, just like a kid. A kid, in, a, a kid in class, they have everything they need. They got a pencil. They got a book. They got a notepad. They can sit there. And they can sit there and they can listen and they can be a distraction because so-and-so talking to them over here and then they start talking. That's why teachers be kicking kids out of class because once they start a distraction, it'll start a distraction through the whole classroom. So you have to get rid of the kid and say, get out of here. Amen. You're being a distraction. Since we can't act like little kids, we need to figure out what is the distraction and need to start kicking those things out because they're keeping us from getting into the truth. They're keeping us from getting into the word of God. So whatever's a distraction in your mind, you need to say, Jesus, help me. I want more truth. I need to spend more time with you. What is your distraction? What is your distraction? It's like a man. Uh, somebody's trying to train somebody at work. They got the suit on. They got the McDonald's uniform on. They got the Target uniform on. And all the time, they're trying to holler at somebody. They, you're trying to train them, and they're looking at women. Mm. Man, she fine. Man, bro, I'm trying to train you how to do the job. If you're looking at women, you're going to mess up the job. Saints, if we become distracted in life and don't get into the truth, into the word of God, we won't be able to do the, do the job that God has called us to do. We'll be stuck just doing whatever and not do the job what God has called us out to do. The truth is he called us and have a purpose for our life so others can be saved and set free. So you can be praying and advancing the kingdom of God. You have a reason why you are here. That's the truth. And it's time to start walking in it, living in it, and watch the power of God rise up in you. You can't, under, you can't do that under distractions. You need to cut them distractions off. Stop looking at it. Stop trying to holler. Man, try to holler. Oh, man, I'm about to holler. No. Do your job. 
work. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 Let's go to the next slide. Um, wait. Wait a minute. Oh, I missed this one. 1 Corinthians 1 and 30. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. What it's saying is, is that discernment is the truth. Discernment is Jesus Christ. Discernment is understanding his wisdom and understanding his righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That he saved us. That he's called us to live right and walk right. That he sanctified us, saints. That he cleansed us of all that dirty, nasty stuff. He done washed us clean up. Why would he do all that washing and we're going to still go in the mud? Why are he going to do all that dying, all that crucifixion, all that nail pounding in his feet and in his hands, all of that crown of thorns, all of the blood dripping down to sanctify us, to bring us out, to set us free, and we still going to stay in the mud? Jesus. Why are we still in the mud? Say, get out of the mud. Get out of the mud. Let's go to the next slide. Now, this is important. See that word up there? Nomad. Okay. Now, I've been talking to my children. I want you, everyone, to listen closely. I've been talking to my children. I want to encourage the men, get deep into your kid. See, people depend on the youth department and the youth ministry to teach your kids. No. Teach your kids at home. Get into the word with your family at home. Get into the word of God. I was talking to my kids and we was talking about, we were, we're in Acts right now. And we were talking about Cornelius and how God gave him a vision because he kept seeking the word of God. And I told my kid, read the word of God for your own. We come together here, but you need to do it on your own by yourself. And my daughter been in Exodus and my son been in Leviticus and they just been reading the word of God. And I said, I said, the Lord going to speak to you. And I was just talking to him. And the soon two days later, Laura called me and she said, Daddy, I had a dream. It was the same dream twice. And not going into the details of the dream, but she kept the, 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 the main focus of the dreams that she kept seeing this word. No man. Twice. She said, Dad, I just keep seeing. She said, Dad, what does that word mean? And so she looked it up and she looked at it. It's a Greek word. Um, and what it means is, is a Greek and it means um, uh, um, a can- canker. And it also means, uh, I'm trying to use the word, uh, let me get it for a second. Oh, it's right up there. Ha, 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 All right. Canker, a grain, gangrene, okay? And everybody know gangrene, if it starts growing, it starts infesting, amen? It starts growing, and, it start, and if you don't stop it, it's going to take over your whole body, amen? And it's the same with the canker, all right? And, uh, and so when we got deeper into the word in the Bible study, the gangrene is also a, 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 a canker. Canker meaning the same thing. Canker is a gangrene or a modification which gradually spreads over the whole body. I said, man, it's like an error. If an error starts one place, it could just increase and it starts more errors and it causes havoc and it causes confusion. I said, wow. And then the Lord led us to a Second Timothy, listen, if the, gang, if the gangrene proceed to modify 
and modification and be seated in any of the limbs or extreme parts, recourse must be had to the operation of amputation. What it's saying is you need to cut it off. Are you listening? You need to cut it off. If you see error and it's keeping you from Jesus Christ, you need to cut it off. And so the errors and the heresies and, and of false teachers worm and spread and feed upon the souls of men. There are false teachers out here. There are false people out here that's living a fake life. And, and they're causing error in the Christianity. They're causing error within the gospel. And it's eating up the, vital, the, the, the vitals of the religion or, uh, and it what seemed to be such and even destroy the very form of God. They're destroying the form of godliness. They're destroying the form of godliness and bring destruction and death wherever they come. They be preaching the word and they're destroying the form of godliness. And that brings destruction and death wherever they come. And when they get into the Christian church, they threaten the ruin of them. And they're therefore are to be opposed. They, they should be opposed. If they're coming and they're living an ungodly life and they're showing the ungodly life, saints, we can't allow people to live in error of the gospel. First Corinthians, he talks about don't even hang with a, a, a believer that's saying they save and they're out there in the world. You got to cut yourself off from them because if you're with them, then people feel like I can be in the world and act the way I want to act too. It's not saying to keep yourself away from unbelievers, but you need to start cutting yourself off of the believers that's saying they believe. And they read first, read first Corinthians, read first Corinthians. Paul broke it down. He's talking about judging the sin in first Corinthians chapter five. Read it. Judging the sin because people are living an unholy lifestyle and they're destroying the form of godliness. And if we don't cut it off, if we don't cut it off, it will take over and it will consume and it will kill the church. It will kill the form of godliness. Let's look at 2 Timothy. Let's go to the next scripture. It says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You need to know the truth because people could be... People could be spreading you things and saying you things. If you don't know the word of God and know the truth, you're going to find yourself following whatever. I heard of a preacher that said, was telling young people, nah, yeah, yeah, just go ahead and get it out your system. What? Is that scripture? Let me get my Bible. Where, where does it say in the Bible to go ahead and get it out your system? Does it say that anywhere? Get it out your system. What? Why, what if why you get it out your system, Jesus come back? What if while you're getting it out your system, you die? What in the world is that? If you don't know the truth, you'll be following anything. But it says, but shun profane and idle babblings. That, that means, man, there's some preachers that can talk it, talk it good. There's some preachers that can swing their words and slide their words and make it sound all pretty and make it sound all nice. Man, Timothy was like, man shun profane and idle battle just because they sound good that doesn't mean that it's all true just because they sound good that doesn't mean they living right babblings for they will increase to more ungodliness and their message will spread like cancer and it talked about harmonious and philetus are of this sort harmonious now 
this dude was kicked out of the church once before because he was starting error, causing havoc in the church. They had to boot him out because it's that person that has a problem with everybody in the church, just causing havoc with everything in the church. He was just spreading uh, the false things of resurrection. He was spreading all kind of stuff that wasn't of God. And they kicked him out and they had enough love to bring him back in. They brought him back in and the brother did it again. And that's why he's talking about it. Because he's causing a cancer. Because he's doing what he wants to do and not following after truth. Say cut it off. The last words of the day is going to be from Proverbs. Let's go to the next slide. This is it. I'm a, the last words of the day is going to be from Proverbs chapter 3. It says, my son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. What he's saying is, do not allow the word of God to depart from your eyes. Do not allow the truth to depart from your eyes because if you do, there are going to be things in life. You're going to start making up your own truth. You're going to start making up your own error. You're going to start doing your own thing, and you're going to find yourself falling short all the time. you got to keep your eyes on the prize. you got to keep your eyes on the word of God and get to give you sound wisdom and discretion. You know what discretion means? It means the way you talk and how you treat other people. It means the way you say things and how you say it. Keep that. You, that's why I go back to saying, you know, when somebody in the word of God of how they present themselves and how they treat others and how they say things to others. Even if even if you right, you got to bring it sweet. Ask God to show you how to use discretion. And it says in verse 22, it says, so they will be life. So there will be life to your soul. He's saying that this word, that this truth will be life to your soul and a grace to your neck. When people see you, they will see grace. When people see you, they, will see, they won't see uh, fancy earrings and gold and a gold chain. They're not going to see none of that material thing. They're going to see the grace around your neck. They're going to see the way you walk and the way you talk. Something's different about you because of the truth of Jesus Christ. Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. When you get deep into the truth, the truth is going to keep you from falling. It's going to say, watch out for this step here. It's going to watch out for that here. Don't go over there. You're going to find out the Holy Spirit is going to be louder. You're going to hear his voice even more. You're going to find yourself not falling and tripping all the time. You're going to find yourself being able to step over things, come over things, jump over things. Why? Because the truth is making you lighter because the truth is showing you where a step and it says and when you lie down you will not be afraid yes you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet Mm, Jesus I need some sweet sleep I need to relax and know that God has me because I know the truth. When you know the truth, saints, you can sleep well. I I notice on my job, everybody I pretty much talk to have a sleep disorder or have problems sleeping or have trouble sleeping all the time, just can't sleep, always going through it. I couldn't sleep this night. It's because they don't know the truth and they're living in evil days and they're living in this world and their mind is being tempted and is being tormented by the enemy. But when you know the truth of God, you can lie down and you can sleep will be sweet it will be sweet these are the benefits of spiritual discernment of getting into the truth of separating yourself from error when you know the truth and you have discernment true discernment you're going to find yourself peeling off the error so you don't be affecting the body of Christ let us stand